Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Oh my God. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of My Lips Aren't Sealed. I'm your host, Kimberly Cobb, from season one and two of TLC's I Love a Mama's Boy, available on Discovery+. Plus. Thank you so, so, so much for joining me today. In my podcast, as you know, if you've listened before, I tell stories from my own wild personal life, give away my beauty secrets, in product recommendations, talk about my current faves in pop culture and social media influencing, and more. I release one new podcast episode a week, and I'm always up for suggestions. So if there is something that you want me to talk about, just feel free to slide on into my DMs and let me know. And before I begin, are you listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? If so, make sure to click that follow button so you can get notified when new episodes come out. And big news, guys, Spotify came out with a rating system. I'm not sure if you have noticed or not, but if you could also rate me five stars, if you have been loving listening, that would mean the world to me. Uh, And I would just really, really appreciate it. It only takes about five seconds and it would just help me out a ton. And if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Give me a little thumbs up if you've enjoyed the podcast and feel free to leave a comment. But let's only leave nice comments right now. I can't emotionally handle any more negativity. So nice comments only, Uh, you know, a month or two, go at it, go crazy. But I can't handle any hate right now. So, um... But for real, guys, creating this podcast wouldn't mean a thing if I didn't have you listening and your support does mean the world to me. So thank you so, so much. Can I say so one more time? (laughs) With all that said, let's get started with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. All right, so let's start off with highlights. Um, I always like to start out on a high note. Um, Highlight number one for me is that I hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is so cool. Um, Little background on YouTube. Um, I don't know why, but I'm super intimidated by YouTube. I can make TikToks, Instagram, podcasts, but something about putting it all together and making a long video. It's really intimidating to me. And if you're listening to my podcast on YouTube, you'll notice that I actually took the video off the video portion. The first few episodes of my podcast, I did have like a video portion, but When I first started my podcast, I was required to follow a script that was approved because of the TV show. So I had to read off of my computer screen and I got like some mean comments where people were like, look at the camera. Like, it's not interesting if you're not looking at the camera. And like, I get it, but it wasn't my choice. So anyways... I stopped filming the video portion of it and now I just talk. I don't actually have to read off of a script, which is so much easier. I can just be myself. Um, 
but I don't know. I don't have like the money right now to buy nice camera equipment and lighting. Like all I have is one ring light and my iPhone and I also need to upgrade that. So uh, if, if you feel like uh, donating to my uh, poor girl funds, living on my own and adulting, it's very expensive. So I haven't been able to invest in any good camera equipment. I do think, because uh, there's like one camera that's on Amazon and it's like a vlogger camera. It's not like a real one. I, I don't know, it's a couple hundred bucks, but when I have the money, I will buy that and I will start making better YouTube videos. But for now, I'm just very excited and proud that I've been able to hit a thousand subscribers with mostly just posting the audio versions of my podcast and then also resharing my TikTok videos to YouTube. So super cool. I got a notification, um, an email notification saying that I hit 1k and that's just like probably not a lot to most people, but it means a lot to me because YouTube is just something that I have always, again, been intimidated by and I'm just proud of myself. So that's super cool. My highlight number two is related. I have two things related to TikTok. So y'all have heard me complain before about my TikTok views going down and they still are like it's so frustrating. As you know, I've, I put so much time and effort into making my TikTok videos. I share three to four videos a day. And in case you didn't listen to my last podcast episode, I put on my Instagram story asking people if they've been seeing my videos because my views have dropped from about 20,000 views to a hundred or a thousand or like barely hitting like 2000. It was like, and that's pretty discouraging because for a while there I was getting like a lot of great views and a lot of engagement with my community. So I posted on my story asking if people had been seeing my content on TikTok and so many of you guys responded saying that you thought I took a break from social media because you hadn't seen any of my stuff. So very disappointing. Um, but this is kind of a highlight because this past week, I finally had a few videos hit over 10,000 and it's not where it used to be, but still we're moving our way back up. Actually looking at my TikTok right now though, and the last few videos I've posted, 1,000, 5,000, 7,000, 2,000. It's like, why? It's like, I don't know. And I'm really trying to make the best content possible for you guys, you know, and also shifting away from talking about the TV show. Like I want you guys to get to know me and I don't know. I want, I just, I want you guys to like me for me. So I guess I'm just, uh, trying to make different kinds of content that maybe it just isn't appealing to you guys. I don't know, not you specifically listening, but just in general. So, but anyways, it's a highlights. My TikTok views are kind of, kind of starting to go back up, but not really. Uh, but staying optimistic, fingers crossed. It's all about that optimism. Uh, the second TikTok thing that is a highlight for me, uh, that's again, related to TikTok. I went out over the weekend with some of my girlfriends to rainy street, which is like a cool strip of bars in downtown Austin. And for some reason, I'm like, I don't know, like lately when I've been going out, I feel like I don't get hit on 
Or maybe if I do, the guy's kind of like, not my type or creepy, you know. But this past weekend, we went out and I got hit on so many times. And like, I definitely don't measure the success of my night or how much fun I had based on how many guys try to talk to me. But it does feel good to, you know, get a drink bought for you and get talked to. And anyways, I was looking good, in my opinion. Had a really nice time. It was just so much fun. Well, we decided to leave one of the bars that we were at for a while. And as we're walking out, I passed by this guy who's like 6'4", beautiful man. And on God, I'm like, I know this guy. Like, how do I know this guy? And so... He's like, he has like a pretty distinct like look to him. He has like a uh, um, beauty mark above his lip, like just like very like distinct. So I stop him and I'm like, hey, I was like, I'm not trying to hit on you, but like, I feel like I know you from somewhere. And I asked, we're trying to figure out how we know each other. And I'm like, did you go to San Diego State? Because that's where I went to college. Um, anyways, he ends up saying, oh, well, I'm kind of big on TikTok. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, what's your name? And he goes, well, my TikTok name is Crew Doyle. So that's C-R-E-W-D-O-Y-L-E. And he pulled up his TikTok and I was like, oh my God, I totally know who you are. And also I had like a pretty big crush on him for a while. I ended up unfollowing his account because I don't even remember why, but I did like a purge where I unfollowed a bunch of people who I wasn't really like. They weren't sparking joy for me anymore. And um, anyways, him and I ended up talking for a while about like building community on social media and TikTok and Discord and all these great things. And I feel like I learned a lot from him just in like that 15 minute interaction. And so we ended up exchanging Instagrams and TikToks and um, yeah, now he's been gracing my timeline with his beautiful presence again and he just seems like very, very down to earth. He is from LA too, which was pretty surprising because he didn't come off like most guys I meet from LA are. So really cool to connect with somebody who I feel like in a way he's like the male version of me because he's like pretty dorky, but you know, good looking dude and really likes social media and all that stuff. And so really cool to connect. Um, so yeah, that was another highlight for me. The last highlight for me from this past week is that um, Danielle called me. Uh, if you are listening for the first time, I have two friends named Danielle. One lives here in Austin, and she was on one of the episodes of season two. And then I have my childhood best friend, also Danielle, uh, that I grew up with. She lives in Florida now, and uh, she was supposed to visit... What, a week or two ago? I'm not sure. Juju, Louie, please don't do that. Louie, <laughs> we're sitting on my bed recording and Louie just starts like digging obsessively into my bed. What are you doing? Okay, <laughs> he's, he's calm now, guys. Okay, so my chat, Louie, Biscuit Boy, come here. Louie has a lot of nicknames. One of his newest nicknames is Biscuit Boy and we just call him Bisky and I think that's adorable. Come here. Come here. No? Do you guys hear him? I feel like you probably can't. This is like a decent microphone, but I don't think it could pick pick up him. But I'll listen back to this. And I'm going to listen back to this little guy. 
Okay, anyways, childhood best friend Danielle is was supposed to come to Austin to visit me day before, a few days before, I can't remember, she was supposed to visit. Um, she got COVID and we had to cancel her trip and I was super bummed, but uh, just wanted her to be healthy, of course. It's totally understood. You know, there's nothing you can really control there. Um, so I honestly didn't think she was going to reschedule until maybe a few months because she has a pretty busy life. But luckily, she was able to already reschedule and she will be coming to Austin at the end of February. So I'm super, super excited to see her. I haven't seen her since last summer. Yeah, like this past summer. When was that? Maybe like April or May. And so it's just been such a long time. Uh, again, yeah, she's my childhood best friend. We have met when we were like 13 or 14 and I'm just really grateful for that friendship. And even though we don't talk all the time, we don't see each other all the time, we're still able to, you know, stay in touch. And whenever we do see each other, it's like no time has passed. And so very excited about that. I definitely needed that little bit of good news. Now moving on to low lights. Uh, again, I've talked about this in past episodes, but these past two months, I've just been going through some personal stuff, which again, I've mentioned about on previous episodes, but I'm legally not allowed to talk about what's been going on. And it's just been overall very stressful. My skin has been breaking out. I have been having horrible nights of sleep, like waking up three or four times, having trouble falling asleep in general. And then my anxiety has just gotten super, super high. So I'm continuing to do yoga, go on walks, exercise, eat healthy, do all the things to, you know, keep that anxiety down. But when there is an uncontrollable and there is something going on in your life, like what I'm dealing with, there aren't really any remedies that can fully relieve those, uh, anxieties. So uh, just very stressful. And I've also just had to spend all of my savings, literally all of my savings on what I'm not allowed to talk about. And so I'm just financially very stressed out. Um, I'm going to be getting a second job soon. And I think that will definitely, uh, help me out in the place that I'm at right now. Uh, but I just have so much stuff going on. So balancing multiple jobs is just going to be a big undertaking. So pray for me, guys. I definitely need the well wishes and uh, maybe start a GoFundMe, you know, help, help a girl out. <laughs> um, speaking of finances, my second low light is just uh, trying to find an affordable place to live. So... I no longer feel um, comfortable living in the apartment complex that I'm living in now. I love living with my sister. Nothing wrong with that. She is getting a home though, so I'm really excited for her. But I won't be renewing my lease here uh, because of the stuff I'm going on that's been going on in my life. So I need to find a new place to live. I'm hoping to live in downtown Austin, and I'm hoping to get a one-bedroom apartment. Doesn't sound that crazy, right? No. It is crazy. If you want to get a one bedroom apartment in downtown Austin, they're like $2,500 a month. What? That's insane. So I'm just going to keep looking. Um, 
I want to live somewhere that's safe. I need a patio so Juju can go potty. Uh, yeah, there's just like a lot of things that are on my checklist. So it might be a little more challenging to, to find everything that I want. So keep you guys posted. Right now, I'm just a little discouraged because I haven't found really exactly what I'm looking for just yet. Um, but hopefully, hopefully something comes around. So manifest it, guys. We will find somewhere for me to live. Can't be homeless. I won't be homeless, but uh, that is definitely a low light. And now let's jump into pop culture and current faves. Oh my God, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. I am so late to the game. I don't even want to say this. I feel like it's so embarrassing. Um, I just started watching Euphoria for the very first time. I've heard all the hype. I've seen all the TikToks, all the audio trends, uh, all the memes literally everywhere since the show came out. And for some reason, I just resisted watching it. I really don't know why, but I felt like the way people described it, they were like, oh, it's about drugs and partying and the people wear crazy makeup. Like, yes, but now that I've watched it, I'm like, that's not how I would describe it at all. Like, the show is so good. Like, holy crap, there's so much more to it. Um, I've been binging it for the past two weeks. I burned through season one. Uh, I still have one more episode to catch up on season two so far. Last night, I just watched... Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, fast forward like 30 seconds. Uh, but I just watched the episode last night where Nate's dad pees in the foyer. Foyer? Foyer? However you pronounce it. Pees downstairs, walks into the house and starts peeing in the front entryway of their home. And the whole fight with the family happens. So intense. And the dad's name is Cal. And Cal's backstory with like his friend he was in love with, like... That whole thing, oh my god, so good. Like, just the whole show is so, so good. Um, I totally understand the whole Zendaya obsession now. Like, I've always thought she was really beautiful and talented. Like, I've seen her other stuff. But seeing her in this show is just so impressive. And I've had people ask me before, like, oh, or you know how people say, like, reality TV. Like, they're all actors or they, like... Um, everything's scripted and I'm like no if I could act I would be doing Zendaya shit like I wish I had that talent it's just so so incredible and also Sydney Sweeney I believe that's her name she's the actress who plays uh Cassie beautiful and so talented like she's literally goals all the characters are they're just so so talented so if you haven't watched it just yet, totally recommend. Um, it does get pretty dark at times, but the acting is superior. The writing is great. I've heard some mixed reviews from people about them not liking season two, but maybe I'm not as hard to impress. I don't know. I just, I really like it. I think it's, it's just so good. And, um, the main couple, uh, one of the main couples in the show are Maddie and Nate. And I've literally never related to a couple more in my entire life. So 
if you know, you know, the girls that get it, get it. Um, not something to be proud of. Like I just totally relate to her. And I, it honestly, like if you've been in any situation that any of the characters in the show has been in, the show can be pretty triggering. And so I watched, you know, some of these episodes with those characters and I was emotional because I've just been in situations some of the characters have been in and it's pretty weird and like, again, triggering to watch those things play out from an outsider perspective when you've already experienced things like that in your own life. So won't ramble on that too much, but if you haven't watched it, this is your sign. Go watch it. I waited for so long to watch it. I was like, oh, I don't, it's too much to binge. Like you'll wish there was more that you could binge after you're watching it. So good. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about in regards to pop culture and current faves, I have been loving this TikToker. Her name is Kimberly Tamas. I believe that's how you spell her name. Her handle is Kimberly, so at K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y, T as in Tom, A-H-M-U-S. Kimberly Tamas, she is uh, a self-proclaimed Britney Spears Southern translator. If you have, haven't seen her already, I definitely recommend checking it out, checking out her profile. So basically what she does is, as you may or may not know, one, I'm a huge Britney Spears fan, literally obsessed. I love her so much. But Britney Spears, when she goes on these rants and her Instagram captions and Instagram posts, the words just seem to ramble on. They don't really make any sense. It just kind of seems like a crazy person is typing. And that's kind of how I read her captions too. I didn't really get it. While this TikToker, her name's Kimberly Tamas, she reads Britney Spears posts and captions out loud with a Southern accent and like Southern acting. And the way she sounds, cause she, you know, Britney Spears is from the South. And so the way Kimberly speaks everything out loud, it makes so much more sense what Britney is trying to say. And so very entertained by that. This account has grown so much as it should. I'm so entertained by it. Probably one of the fastest follows I've ever made. Uh, but again, so, so cool. I love that. And now let's move into the main portion of my podcast episode. As I mentioned last week, I'm going to be talking about Valentine's Day, um, a potential date I might have coming up and what his tattoo is. And then also just sharing with you guys some tips about kind of getting out of a slump or like a winter funk and, you know, getting into spring, that kind of stuff. So let's first start off with Valentine's Day. For those of you who don't know, Valentine's Day is basically Valentine's Day, but just for you and your lady friends, um, look up the quote from Parks and Rec. Leslie Nope says it. It's hilarious, but I love spending Valentine's Day with my closest girlfriends. I think it's really important to celebrate those female friendships that you have in your life and really be intentional about celebrating each other because even if you only have one friend, if you have five friends, getting together to celebrate the friendship you guys have is something really special. So for this Valentine's Day, 
I am going out to dinner with Danielle and Alicia. They were on season two of I Love a Mama's Boy and also my big sister, Kylie. So the four of us are going to go hit up this restaurant called Takero Mucho. It is the most Instagram-worthy, pink, adorable, girly restaurant I've ever seen in my life. And the lady, so it's female-owned. The research I've done on it, there's a lady named Gabriella, and she owns multiple cute Instagram-worthy spots throughout Austin. So there's Takara Mucho, Gabriella's Revival Coffee, and shoot, I know there's another one, but I can't think of it right now. But they're all like super Instagram-worthy and adorable. If you're in Austin for a girl's trip, uh, maybe a boy's trip, I don't know, probably not, bachelorette party, anything like that, or if you just want to have a girl's night out or celebrate Valentine's Day yourself, highly recommend checking out one of those restaurants. So we are going up to, going up to Takara Mucho in North Austin. They have two locations of Takara Mucho and this one just opened up near where I live. So we're going to check it out, get some Mexican food, take Instagram pictures. Uh, my sister got some little goodie bags for the girls and we're just going to have a really good time. I'm so excited. That's like my kind of night, you know, just actually spending time with the people you care about and enjoying that time with each other. And, you know, this year, so far, and I, I'll speak it into the universe. I mean, it's possible, but <laughs> I don't have a Valentine this year to actually take me out to dinner on the 14th, but that's okay. Um, it's okay. I'm really not bummed about it. I'd rather be single and happy than stuck with someone who makes me miserable. So uh, I just, I'm really excited to, you know, have a night in. My sister is um, also going through a breakup right now. So her and I are single together. We're going to order some pizza and watch a rom-com or maybe go out and get drinks. I'm not quite sure yet, but I'm excited. And I love Valentine's Day. First of all, you guys know my favorite color is pink and my podcast my lips aren't sealed. That's pretty Valentine's Day themed-esque. So I love it. No matter what. it always It's always a holiday that makes me happy. I don't know why. I feel like New Year's Eve is the only holiday that makes me kind of sad. Like even Christmas when I'm single, I'm like, oh, it's okay. Like it's still Christmas. Uh, same goes for Valentine's Day. So let me know what you guys are doing for Valentine's Day um, or Galentine's Day. Feel free to tag me on Instagram if you do end up doing a Galentine's Day little thing with your girlfriends. I would love to see that. Uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, oh my gosh, I have to show this to you guys. So uh, today I'm filming my podcast on February 9th. So today I posted an Instagram picture of myself looking off into the distance. I feel like I look really pretty and I haven't felt pretty in a long time. So I was, if you've noticed, I haven't really posted too many Instagram posts lately. And that's just because I've been dealing with a lot of stuff and it just has been making me feel horrible. So uh, posted a picture and rant and my caption is BRB be right back. Looking off in the distance for my Valentine. Any takers? Winky face? Little rose emoji. So cute, right? Um, I have to share 
some of these ca uh, comments I've gotten. I wasn't going to share these, but they're like, they're so funny. And you have to think like, what is the audacity of some people? You know, it's like, it's not, this isn't a picture where I got my booty out or it's not like a sexy picture. And even if it was comments like this, shouldn't be, aren't, you know, okay. But, uh, anyways, I post this picture, totally normal outfit. Um, just, you know, looking off into, into the distance and looking cute. And I'm going to read some comments I've gotten. Okay. Let's see. Uh, and some of them aren't bad. Some of them are cute. So I'll just, I'll, I'll just read through them. Okay, so I get one comment. It says, I would be honored to have you as my Valentine. You gotta let me cook you dinner first, though. Can't have you as mine unless you want me as yours. The ball's in your court. I think that's actually pretty cute. I feel like this guy is probably um, out of my age range. Um, he has a private account. I look at everybody's profiles. If you comment, I'm creeping. I don't care. I'll do it. <laughs> um, then I got this other comment. This is not a weird comment at all, but I'm going to tell you why it's weird. This person says, please be my Valentine, a bunch of hearts. Cute. This person, if it's who I'm thinking of, I should look before I say anything, but I'm pretty sure this person has sent me like really gross messages before. And so I was relieved to not see anything too bad posted, but still, I don't know. Doesn't sit, this doesn't sit well with me. Um, okay. More comments. Somebody commented, cause I said, I'm looking for a Valentine. Somebody commented, you better specify quote, not attached to your mother <laughs> with a bunch of laughing faces. That comment is hilarious. So true. Definitely need to specify that. Um, I got another comment. You're so beautiful. You're like a blooming flower. I want to be your Valentine. That is so sweet. You know what? And I, I agree with that. I feel like not in like, oh, I'm amazing and beautiful, but I feel like I am blooming and I'm becoming more myself. And I'm going to talk about that a little later in this episode, but I kind of agree with that. I feel like I am a blooming flower, but not a petunia. If you know, you know. <laughs> Somebody else commented, oops, or I don't know that, how to pronounce that, but pick the seeds out of her teeth in peace. Ew. Oh my God. PTSD. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. The one person, a man, of course, commented that he needs to see me on this certain X-rated website. And like, no, like that's so inappropriate. Don't comment stuff like that on my podcast, on my, uh, po Instagram posts. You know, it's like, DM it to me, let it sit in the message request, but don't publicly comment like something like that. That's embarrassing for me. It's disrespectful. And I get that some guys think that's a compliment if they want to see me in like that scenario, but it's honestly insulting. So don't like that. Don't like it. Let's see if there are any other weird ones. All right. <laughs> the last one I want to show, I'm going to share with you guys. I get a comment and it says, uh, how about a Canadian boy with like gasping face and then a winky face? And I'm thinking like, I don't know, all the Canadians I've seen on TV and stuff are all pretty hot. So I'm like, oh, like, let's check out this guy's profile, right? So I go to his profile. Let me actually pull it up because that was just a screenshot I was reading off of. 
So I go to his profile thinking like, maybe like I will like respond to his comment or something. Like it could be cute to have like a Canadian friend, special friend. Where did it go? Okay, here we go. So I click his profile. Okay. Uh, I look at his profile picture. It's a private profile. Look at his profile picture. It literally says, wanna touch my, I'm not even gonna say it, but it has a picture of a rooster on it. And I'll let you finish that sentence yourself. But that's his profile picture. I'm like, are you kidding me? I just over it, over mem. I can't deal. So gross. Oh my God. Um, okay. This might be the moment you guys have all been waiting for. Drum roll. Can you hear that? I don't know if you can, but I'm doing a drum roll. Speaking of having issues with men, I've been talking, I was talking to this guy. I met him on Hinge. Very cute. He's in good shape. We've been talking like really good banter. Like I haven't had good banter with somebody over text in a long time. And I don't know, like I, I found myself smiling down, looking at my phone and just like really vibing with him. Well, he asked me out on a date and then, uh, like he didn't, what happened? He said, oh, that's what it was. Okay. I'm not going to say his name, but he, we're texting and he was, I was like, oh, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I'm heading to the gym right meow. Like M-E-O-W. Okay. I think everybody is entitled to having their own icks or like turnoffs or like deal breakers. For me, it's when people like grown men use expressions that are like so cringeworthy, such as right meow. He also used the expression heckin. If you don't know that expression, like if you're from California, I guess they say it everywhere now, but you would be like, oh my gosh, this spaghetti is hella good. Okay. This guy said, I don't even remember what the context was, but let's say he was talking about spaghetti. He was like, oh yeah, it's heckin' good. H-E-C-K-I-N-G. I have only heard 14 year old girls use that expression. I was like, what? What? Ew. So Okay. So we said the right meow thing. I kind of called him out. I was like, LOL, I can't believe you just said that. And then he ended up getting sassy with me and was like, I'll say whatever I want to say. Like got like rude. I'm not trying to deal with another guy with anger problems. So I didn't respond to him. We were supposed to have our date on Sunday and, uh, he didn't message me like at all, like the whole weekend. So I'm like, whatever, not a big deal. Don't want to talk to him anymore. Sunday goes and passes or it's Sunday night. And then we end up like texting again. And, um, I don't even remember what he said, but we end up like moving past it. And I was like, maybe I misinterpreted how you were saying what you said over text. Cause he was like, Oh, I was joking when I said that I'll say whatever I want. I don't know. I don't know if I buy it, but we end up talking and He's like going to the gym. I was like, ooh, send me a picture. So he sends me a mirror picture. Oh my God. He looks so good. Okay. 
he looks so good. And I'm like, give, I'm going to give this guy another chance. He looks so good that I tell my sister, I'm like, oh my God, look at this picture. So I show her his mirror picture. And she's like, he has a lot of tattoos. His whole like chest and his arms are tattoos. And so my sister is like, what's, what's written on his arm? She's like, oh my God, does he have his ex-girlfriend tattooed on his arm? She's like, did you zoom in yet? And I was like, no, I don't know why I didn't zoom in. So she zooms in. She's looking at her phone, at my phone. I'm sitting across from her, so I can't see what she's looking at. She looks at her phone and she goes, oh my God, Kim, have you seen his tattoos yet? I said, no, not really. I mean, they're kind of douchey, but like I didn't zoom in and she's, so she zooms in on the tattoo and she gives the phone back to me and she goes, when you see it, you see it. And I was like, okay. So I look, she hands me the phone and you can only see side, a side of his arm and what's exposed in the picture is, so there's like a, a, a huge rose on his forearm and above the rose, all we can see is a apostrophe s and then beneath the rose we see an o and a y all right you already know you already know what it says oh my god i text this man and i said hey um do you think you could tell me uh do you think you could tell me what's what what's written on your arm like what does that say and he's like, haha, like, are you, uh, like analyzing my picture or something like that? And I said, yes. And he goes, oh, which one? And I was like, the one with the rose. What does it say? Side note, guys, remember the rose? Do you remember the rose in season two picking roses? Okay. So he goes, oh yeah, it says mama's boy. Oh, no. Oh my God. I respond to him. I said, are you and your mom close? He said, no. Well, we used to be. Um, I got this tattoo when I was 18. He's 28 now. Uh, he goes, I don't really see her that much anymore. But yeah, like um, we used to be really close. And so at that point, I'm thinking to myself, is this tattoo a sign or is it a warning? Because I'm really vibing with this guy. He had a little bit of attitude earlier about like the right meow thing. But the tattoo, I'm like, I don't know. My sister's like, Kim, like, do you want to wake up to that tattoo every single day and have that be a constant reminder? I said, no. <laughs> so, we're not talking anymore. Um... Something else happened too where he was like sassy and I'm like over it. I just lost that attraction for him. That coupled with the tattoo and the sass, I'm like, I can't do it. Like, good luck, dude. Like, I, I can't. So we're not talking anymore. Maybe he'll slide back in. You never know. They usually do. But I just can't believe it, guys. Like the one guy I'm like, like finally vibing with somebody who's like, kind of checks like a lot of boxes for me in terms of like attraction and like humor and all those kinds of things. And then he's got a mama's boy tattoo. What is my luck? I just need to like 
continue embracing being single, focus on me, you know, all that cliche-ish, and uh, the right one will come along. But this story was just too funny. I couldn't not share it with you guys. I was, we were dying laughing. And the fact that I didn't even, like, realize what the tattoo was at first, my sister was crying. She cries when she laughs, and so, like, we were just, like, crying on the floor laughing. Okay, so that's a no-go from there. I'll keep you guys posted if there's any new guys without tattoos, anything like that. Um, but yes, I think I do need to just focus on myself and just try to like get out of this funk that I've been in again, dealing with all that crazy, the crazy stuff that I can't talk about has really put me in a darker place. And I don't know if I've talked about this like too openly, but I've struggled with like depression and anxiety in the past and I've always worked my way out of it and I'm really proud of the progress I've made, but when you feel yourself start slipping back into those, that, those negative emotions, it's so important to get ahead of it while you can. So if you're anything like me, maybe you have been in a funk lately, the winter time, like dark clouds, dark weather always makes me feel sad. And now it's just time to start mentally preparing for spring, putting yourself in a good mindset. I think that the new year is always a good time to start fresh. But for me, I truly start to feel, uh, for lack of better terms, like a rebirth <laughs> or like uh, a wave of freshness in my life when springtime rolls around. It's also my birthday in March and like that kind of like cheers me up as well. So I wanted to share some of the tips that I've put together on ways that I personally try to get out of a funk. So I'm just going to kind of work my way through them and I'll add like a little bit of like background to each, but I hope you enjoy. So number one is getting up early. I am the queen of staying up late, being on TikTok, binge watching Euphoria, eating my snacks, reading, staying, you know, I just like, I can't find myself getting to bed early and I have to force myself to. Once I force myself to go to bed early and wake up early, my whole mind shift and my whole day really turns around. I feel a lot more productive. I feel better rested and I'm just overall happier. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Getting up early is so hard, right? Why is it so hard? I think I need to get one of those like hatch lamps. I don't know if you've seen those, but, or sun lamps. Like they're one of those ones that like wake you up with the sunrise. And for me, my room is so dark in the morning. So I might invest in something like that. I've seen them all over Instagram. So waking up early though, is definitely hard. But once you're up for me, set my alarm, boom, get up right away. I don't snooze. Um, I don't lay in bed on my phone. I physically have to get up within 30 seconds of my alarm going off or I like really struggle to get out of bed. But once you do, you're up, you start the day early and you just feel like you have so much time back. I don't know if that makes sense, but it just, for me personally, it puts me in a better headspace. So I definitely recommend doing that. 
The next thing is to um, introduce something new. So whether that is for me, it's I've been doing yoga lately, or if you want to even just like switch from coffee to tea or go on a walk or I don't know, what are some like other ideas? Like switch up like your bedding or like, I don't know, like there's so many things that you can do, but just change up one thing during your day and just that one little change really can affect your day. So for me, it's been yoga. I've been trying to do yoga twice a week and it's put me in a really good headspace. And I'm really proud of myself. I am not flexible. I have like no upper arm strength and all the girls in the class are half my size, but that's okay. I'm there for me and using that time to really feel what's going on in my body, what's going on in my mind and decompress. So it's definitely helped me a lot. The next thing is to get out of the house. So many of us are now working from home or we're just kind of like staying in after work or I don't know, weekends. I am a huge, um, what's the word? Not proponent. Is that the word? I don't know. I am a huge advocate for staying in and letting your body decompress and relax. But if you do that too much, if you do it in excess, like if you don't get out of the house, if you're like me, that will put you in a dark place. I think it's good to be around people sometimes, even if you hate most people, (laughs) just being in their presence. Um, however you feel safe with COVID and everything, but just, you know, getting out of your house, maybe that's going to a coffee shop or going on a walk or, uh, you know, going shopping for something not online. Goodwill shopping. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thrifting. Love it. Here for it. Getting out of the house though can definitely make a huge, um, change in your mindset as well. The next thing I recommend doing is listening to a worthwhile podcast. Obviously, you're listening to this one, and I highly recommend continuing to listen to this one. But if there are other podcasts, too, that maybe relate more to wellness or health or maybe like true crime or just like random stuff, whatever you're interested in, listen to it and like let that be a part of your day and give that Give yourself that time. The next thing is writing in a journal. I have been writing in a journal since 2007. Swear to God. I have all my journals. I do not write in it every day. If anything, like when I was younger, I would write in it maybe like multiple times a week. Now I write in my journal about once a month. Uh, It just helps me remember all the little details and... I like looking back and reflecting on things that have happened in my life and how my relationships have changed or blossomed or how I've matured as a person. It's so funny, like reading back on my old diary journal entries and seeing how much I've changed and become a woman now. It's, it's really cool, but journals are a great way to just get your thoughts on a paper. And, you know, you could always too, like write down maybe the things that are stressing you out put them out to the universe and address them and write about how you can solve them or why things are making you stressed out. 
it's kind of like a therapy session, but just like for yourself and for your mind. Another thing you can do is to rearrange your living space. If you feel like you're just like in a rut or you're in a creative funk or anything like that, just feeling down, rearrange a little bit of furniture. You could always put it back to how you like it eventually, but just give yourself something new to look at or maybe add some furniture or get rid of something you don't use anymore. Open up your space more. That can definitely help. As I mentioned earlier, I've been going to yoga and that's been helping me a lot. But in like a broader sense, if you start including exercise into your um, routine, that can definitely help you get out of a slump. I am not saying you have to go do a fucking, what's it called? Uh, What's that? CrossFit. No, you don't have to go do anything intense. Don't hurt your body. Have grace with yourself. But go on a walk, walk on the treadmill, listen to your favorite podcast while you're on the treadmill or lift some weights or go swimming or do anything that makes you feel good and do it for your mind, not for your body. I mean, your body will benefit, of course, but for me, when I go on my daily walks, that's like what helps me the most is getting that fresh air. So if you're not a gym gal, you don't have to do that. You can just go outside. Um, the another, another thing is to, uh, find some new inspiring content to consume. As you know, I love TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube. I love all of it. I am a huge fan of social media. I am also very much aware that if you consume the wrong kinds of social media, that can be very bad for your mental health. I don't want to be that girl who's like pushing, you know, self-love and all these things on you. But I do think that what you choose to consume definitely affects how you feel about yourself. So if you're following all these fitness models or, um, I don't know, that's all I can think of right now. But if you're following these people for inspiration, but they're not making you feel good about yourself, they're making you feel worse, unfollow them. Or maybe save their videos and you can like watch them in the future. But maybe just do a social media cleanse and go through and unfollow all those accounts that really aren't making you feel good about yourself. Except for me. You don't want to unfollow. <laughs> don't unfollow me. No, but for real. If, I, if I'm if i not adding happiness to your life or making you feel better uh, or if you're not gaining anything from me, do what's best for you. Like seriously, it's so important to just, you know, purge out that social media every so often and it's kind of like spring cleaning but for social the last thing that i think can help you get out of a funk is talking to a friend about how you've been feeling lately that's kind of a hard one to do and the reason i say that is because i'm even guilty of this my best friend danielle who's visiting best friend for years I never once talked to her about any of my relationship issues. Not once. Not because I don't trust her. Not because I don't want her opinion or advice or anything like that. But for me, I felt embarrassed that things were happening in my life and I wasn't standing up for myself or I wasn't leaving when things weren't right. And I shouldn't have felt embarrassed. Um, But the same goes for when... When you're in a slump, you know, it can be hard to vocalize how you're feeling. 
if you're feeling sad or maybe you don't know why you're feeling sad and that can be really difficult to do. But your friend, whether it's a friend or a family member or even a therapist, it's so good to get those feelings off your chest and vocalize them because once you do, that's when you kind of become in charge of those emotions. I don't know how else to say that without sounding cheesy, but I've personally noticed from my experience that when I do talk to a friend about like, hey, like this is what I'm going through and like I'm having a lot of anxiety, I can't sleep, I can't do these things. Once I have somebody to talk to and they, you know, talk back to me and give me words of encouragement or or even just listen, it feels so much better. So those are my little tips for you about how to get out of a funk. Um, hopefully they help. Let me know if they do. But that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. I kind of was all over the board. I would love to like, if, if you're listening, DM me and let me know if you kind of like my structure of this podcast. I am still new to podcasting. I've been loving doing it. I have such a good time talking to you guys and connecting with you guys. Uh, but I, again, I'm still new. So let me know if you like how I've been talking about everything. I've really, really enjoyed this so far. In next week's episode, I am going to be answering all of your questions. So I'm going to be putting a question box sticker on my Instagram story. I'll try to post a story box every day next week. I'm going to collect your answers or your questions, and I'll be answering them on next week's podcast episode. So let's try to keep it a little PG, but if you need, if you have questions that aren't, drop them anyways. I'll, I'll decide if I want to answer them or not. Um, but yeah, I'll be answering those questions for you, for you guys there. And I'm really excited because I love answering questions. Last week I answered a question for a follower and it was really fun to talk about. So let me know again, I'll be posting it on my Instagram and also I'll probably make a TikTok video too. So let me know. I really, really appreciate you listening this week. If you want to be a part of the conversation, whether that's dropping a question in the question box or even just chatting and being friends, you can follow me on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb and at my lips aren't sealed podcast and we can connect from there. I really appreciate you listening and I hope you have a great rest of your week and we will chat more next week. 